Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I was lucky enough last night uh, to be invited on the Across the Park Podcast. Uh, that'll be dropping tonight at 7pm, so check them out, Across the Park Podcast. Uh, I believe it's also on their radio station, which is 2, sir, uh, 107 Point three, So that'll be dropping at 7pm tonight if you'd like to have a listen to it there. Uh, three blokes I really enjoyed my time with, Rowan, Joel and Mick. We just spoke rugby league. Very relaxed sort of conversation. Their whole podcast is built around guys that don't know a heap about sport talking really lightheartedly about sports. So it was a good change of pace for me. Really did enjoy it. I'll definitely be going on uh, again later in the year, maybe around finals and state of origin time. Really enjoyed my time with these boys. Real genuine blokes, which was great. Uh, as I said, go and check out their podcast. Uh, go and listen to it now. Go and subscribe. They've got a heap, a backlog of a heap of really good podcasts with a heap of other sports personalities. So across the park, go and check it out. And if you'd like to listen to it tonight, 7pm on 107. Three. You're listening to Across the Park with Joel Cassam, Gabby Morris, and Mick Rad. Welcome to Across the Park, a very multi-award-winning sports show. I'm Joel Cassam, and here to help me dissect the upcoming NRL season are my dear acquaintances, Mick Rad, Rowan Fitzpatrick, and for the first time ever, we are joined by the Rugby League Guru. Uh, thank you, Mr. Guru, for coming on. Mate, that audience is going wild back there just quietly. It isn't like thank you for thank you for pointing that out. We've had that same uh, group of people here for yeah. 160 odd shows. Just, so. just waiting for that moment, just at the start of the show. Yeah, they like to be recognised, so we appreciate it. They appreciate it. 
Uh, it doesn't sound like a lot. There, there is a hundred people behind me. So there we go. Uh, thanks for coming on. Welcome to the show. No, thanks for having me, boys. Uh, footy season only around the corner now. Thank God. Been counting down the days. So uh, very excited <laughs> to uh, chat some footy. I don't do a heap of it. So very excited. <laughs> All right. Can you explain to everyone what you do? Uh, mate, I essentially, uh, I record podcasts all day about rugby league. Uh, I honestly sit uh, and talk like I'm talking with mates in a pub about rugby league and I've uh, managed to turn it into a job over the last two years or so. So, uh, yeah, exciting times. Uh, you know, sort of only just gone full-time recently with it all. So, uh, very keen to get the footy underway this year. It's uh, It's been a long off-season, talking to myself essentially. So, keen for a ball to be kicked, I'll tell you that much for free. It is like that when the footy's um, not on. Obviously, we're cricket fans too, so we try and keep that you know momentum going with sport-wise. But when there's that lull between cricket and football, especially, it's just like, come on, hurry up, get in there, we want it back, mate. As soon as the final whistle of the Super Bowl goes, we're just in the wilderness for a couple of weeks, and I absolutely hate it. <laughs> yeah, it is that really tough period between sports. Uh, all right, so you do a podcast called. Rugby League Guru podcast? Yeah, Rugby League Guru podcast. Yeah, we're uh, we're a little bit different. We release, or I release, uh, you know, probably three to five podcasts every single day just talking about whatever's happening live, essentially. I love that. I love that you you do so many. And it's sort of just sometimes short, sometimes longer. But, you know, it's like when stuff happens or when news happens, you can just jump on and it's all just there. You've already recorded it. It's great. It's great stuff. It's good. I've got a, like a lot of long form content, then a lot of short stuff as well. I've actually got a few, uh, few wives and girlfriends that message me quite often and say uh, when they want their husbands or their boyfriends or whatever to do something, whether it's do the dishes, they put one of my podcasts on and chuck them in their ears, and it's a five minute timer to get their shit done. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's funny when I get those messages, but it's unreal. Love it. That's so cool. Um, so you do most of this show on your own, right? But occasionally you will have guests. Yeah, I do the vast majority on my own. Uh, a lot of it's like live reaction to just whatever is happening in rugby league. Um, I'm on the Bloke in a Bar podcast on a Monday with Den and Kemp. So that's, we, we do about three hours or so on a Monday. So that provides a heap of content. But outside of that, uh, I do it mostly on my own. I'll try and have a guest on every week or so. Um, yeah, just a bit, uh, a bit hard with, you know, Zooming and players going into bubbles and everything. It's been a bit challenging. A bit. Hey, every time we get a guest on across the park, we always like to ask them their own sporting credentials. You know, what they might have done back in the day, they had a run around or community sport or anything like that. What about yourself? Where did you start with sport? I hope you've got a spare 30 seconds. Um, mate, pr- pretty <laughs> average, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah, pl- played footy when I was younger. Always found that I enjoyed talking about it and watching it more, fitness, tackling. Not really my cup of tea, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah, play. I still play like touch and Oz tag with mates, but we're uh, we're definitely heading heading over that over thirties hill. So, don't take any of it too seriously. It's more about us surviving a Monday night so we can go to work on Tuesday. So, yeah, mate, not not a big story to tell you, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, just love love all sport. Rugby league's always been my passion, though. It's all right because, well, I mean, I, I, we're not big sports players. I mean, we love sport. We do a bit of dabbling about a community sport. I think Joel's playing touch right now. I'm yeah. playing a bit of Aussie rules, nines. Sometimes, um, you know, we get out there on the, on the field. But I feel like you don't, you don't have to be, you know, a great sports player to be a great commentator. And, you know, that's one of – you can just love the sport, you, what you're talking about. And, you know, I think it's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes I feel like commentators always have to be ex-players. But it's like, no, the best commentators sometimes aren't ex-players. Yeah. 
No, I feel like the landscape's changing very, very quickly. Uh, more often than not now, if you're passionate about whatever it is you, you, you're talking about, um, yeah, really uh, people pick up on it, I think. Did you do any sort of podcasting before this show that you do now? Um, because like like you said, you're doing three, four, five episodes a day. How, like what got you into it? Where did you go? You know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to sit in front of a microphone and I'm going to chat about what I love. Uh, mate, I, I had the Instagram page probably about four or five years ago now. I originally started talking about um, Supercoach, just just fantasy sports. I actually made the page to try and trap one of the boys into asking me questions so then at the pub I could, you know, pull it up and go, look at what Dickhead asked me, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to get tips off a stranger. But, uh, yeah, mate, I started doing that. Did it for about oh, probably six months or so. Got up to like ten or 15,000 followers and then just sort of went, oh, I'm, I'm a bit pigeonholed here talking about just fantasy football, um, super coach. Then I expanded out to NRL and um, just sort of what I was doing anyway. But people were going, oh, you're, you're only about super coach. You know, stop talking about general NRL. So I expanded out and then, yeah, mate, about two years into it, I just thought uh, I, I want to go full time with this. I've got to work out how I'm going to do it. And I thought podcasting was the best avenue to go down. Um, it sort of feels like right now we're sort of in the when TVs first started to have um, advertising on it. feels like we're in a bit of a sort of gold rush to uh, some extent at the moment. So uh, the timing's been unbelievable for me. Very lucky that I'm the age I'm at and everything. Uh, but yeah, just went all chips in. No experience with podcasting whatsoever. Went to a course, Podcasting 101 essentially. Um, <laughs> mate, I, the amount of people I have messaged me and say, oh, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And I'm going... Mate, everything I do is idiot proof. There's four steps that I do, and that's it. Can't really help you out that much, you know. Well, it goes to show that any 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 asshole can make a podcast. Oh, right? that's that bit harsh. Mate, I'm the mascot for any asshole having a podcast. Let me tell you. Not 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 saying we're any all of us are assholes, of course. I'm just saying, you know, in general, um, it is becoming like pretty easy to put your own podcast out. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, it's, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, at the same time, it feels like everyone's doing it, but at the same time, I feel like not enough people are. I just, whatever industry you're in, I think you should have a podcast attached to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, rugby league is obviously a very big part of, well, I'm going to say the our side of the country. <laughs> it's not so big on the other side of the country. Uh, do you find you get listeners from everywhere? Yeah, the vast majority is from um, the east coast of Queensland and New South Wales, obviously. Uh, occasionally get, uh, you know, people from Perth and everything. I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel like sometimes myself, especially I feel like the rugby league world is just so huge and you have to remind yourself it's essentially just like it's only one coastline that's really keen on it. It just seems like such a big world. Uh, but, but yeah, oh, I get the occasional person from Melbourne and stuff, but I would guess... 95% of my audience is New South Wales and Queensland. Yeah, it's sort of how it is. Um, but, you know, I, I I like to think it's ours sometimes. You know, I grew up yeah. in New South Wales and Canberra and, you know, it is our it's our sport. You know, we, we it was it started here really. You know, it became it's still massive here and it's just one of those things that just, even though it's not the national sport, I still think, you know, as a New South Welshman, it's just my baby. It's the sport that I love. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it always feels like uh, the national sport. And then I go down to Melbourne and I'm given a really cruel reminder down there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, good little re reality check every time. Yeah. Do you ever take the show on the road? Do you ever go elsewhere? Mate, I, I haven't um, thus far, to be honest with you. It's something, obviously, I, I've sort of, mate, I only started my podcast two years ago. So, honestly, 
I started my podcast and then three weeks COVID hit Australia, so uh, which in some ways was awful, but in other ways for, for me was uh, a bit of a blessing because every footy player had to learn how, how to use Zoom all of a sudden, you know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, haven't taken it on the road. Would love to. Uh, would love to do some live shows and everything down yeah. the track. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, Kempy's going to start doing some th- through Bloke in a Bar, so I think we might do a few this year. So that'll be exciting. Are you watching all eight games a week? Don't when, ask when me it, stupid questions, it, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch nine if there was nine. Yeah, no, I watch all of them, mate. Um, I don't think it's um, fair of me not to, realistically. I might not watch them all live, but I'll watch them um, at some point. And, yeah, even if it means I have to watch two or three on a Monday or whatever, I will watch it every game of every weekend for sure. But uh, that's not really... Yeah, yeah. It's saying that I watch every game of the weekend is kind of like uh, bending my rubber arm. To be honest with you, if I could, I would anyway. So, <laughs> um, well, we should start talking about the season to come because it is only a week away, and it's it feels like this is finally going to you know, set a step out of hopefully the COVID. It's not going to become all about COVID anymore. Hopefully, there'll be just players and fans and everyone out there doing doing their thing for this season. Um, and very much looking forward to getting to the first game. I think Thursday night is next week is the first one. The Panthers reigning champions up against. Who are they playing in the first round? See, this is the sort of podcast you're on now, <laughs> on Guru. Uh, we don't know much. But yeah, you are right. The Panthers are playing. They'll play it at some point on that weekend, I'm sure. <laughs> no, we've got uh, we've got Thursday night, the Manly Seagulls and the Penrith uh-huh, Panthers. Yeah. So not bad. You got close. Indeed. Um, but let's think about the, the sort of the comp as a whole. Obviously, last year, the Panthers got up over the Rabbitohs in the final, all, all Sydney final, which I loved. Um, what are you, what are you sort of your predictions? There's always, there's lots of predictions to think about, but just sort of the big, the big ticket items for the year. What do you think are going to be sort of the headlines going into 2022 season? Yeah, I give the Penrith Panthers a really good shot to go back-to-back. They've got a really... It's the first time we've seen a really young squad like theirs come out and win a premiership in the way they did. They're a very uh, they're a very unique footy side. So I think just because they're young, they're the sort of side that could get up and uh, win another premiership. It's not very often you see a team go to two grand finals in a row. So I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they go to a third. Uh, the Chooks last year... They had so many injuries. It was unbelievable. And that they, they just managed to hang in there. So for me, I've got Roosters and Penrith. That's probably going to be uh, my grand final with Melbourne not far behind them. Melbourne just being Melbourne, they just hang in there. And yeah, um, yeah mate, pending what Tommy Turbo does, if he plays a whole year, Manly, they, they've always got to be a hope as well. But Roosters and Penrith, they're the two sides for me at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. What about you, Joel? Well, that's what I was going to say. Our uh, producer, Rowan, has put this question to all of us this week. Yeah. Uh, our top eight and and why. And why, exactly. And not why did he ask us, because it's a good question to ask a week out before the game. Why do we think these teams? All right, I'll, I'll give you mine because I'm happy. I think I, I've got Storm as, no. uh, as Boring. winning. Boring. Fair enough. But every year we've done this show, I've gone, nuts. this is Storm are done. And so this year I'm going to go the opposite way. They still got a good-looking squad. Um, no, okay, fair enough. Well, this is my turn, so I'm on the no, mic. You're I'm going to turn opinion. your mic off if you want. Oh. <laughs> um, I've got Panthers as well. I think Panthers will be up there. I've got them uh, possibly runners-up. Uh, Manly, got them for third, as long as Tommy T stays fit. Would everyone just have the same top four, though? I, I mean, feel like it. Then I've got much. Roosters. So. Well, well, no, I'd have the Eels in the top four. Ah, uh, well, yeah, that's you. <laughs> um, again, I think Roosters, like uh, the Guru said, 
a lot of injuries last year. If they keep that, if they keep that team on the field for most of the year, they're going to be up there. Uh, then the Eels, right. uh, possibly. I mean, rugby league, league fans in general probably think this is their last chance for a while. Well, I think that too. I mean, yeah. we need to win this year. Yeah, the so Eels this is... uh, have had enough bloody chances. Yeah, this and is... they nearly got the Panthers in the in the in the preliminary final last year. We have, we have to can't forget that. If Reese Marnie was playing, we would have made that. I can hear that window just creaking slowly closing behind you, mate. <laughs> I mean, it's hard being an Eels fan, but I um, I like to think their top four material is here. But again, it all comes down to injuries. Every year we say this, right? It's but, true. But Manly without Turbo, no good. If Roosters lose Kiri or um, Walker, no good. Yeah. If Cleary goes from Met Panthers, no good. Yeah. Like there is so many, not not one player teams, but so many key players in these teams. If If you lose them, you can't yeah. often um, recover. So. There's a few no-player teams. Well, there are. Um, yeah. <laughs> tell, us, tell us who the no-player teams are, Joel. A Tigers are one. Uh, and then I finish off with Rabbits. And Warriors and Raiders, which I even surprised myself with. You put them in the eight. Yeah. Raiders, uh, I think they lost uh, Fogarty, right, for like half the season. So Yeah, yeah they lost him yesterday for about 12 weeks. That's going to be a yeah. bit of a uh, kick in the dick That'll for the Raiders. Play. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely a kick in the dick. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's also his injury. Um, and <laughs> Warriors, I, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen that kid, Reese Walsh? Reese like, Walsh. He's, he's and Sean like, Johnson's there. Gun. As yeah. Well. But their problem is, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen COVID wise, but probably going to spend well, most of the season. They've here. been living in Australia for like two years. Yeah, they uh, should be used to it by now, right? <laughs> so, yeah. They do go back, right? Halfway through the season, I think, back to New Zealand. Yeah, they were planning on it, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, so, yeah, my top four, obviously, Eels. Eels and Panthers, I'd love to see that as a grand final. Um, I really hope the Storm slide a little bit, but we know they probably won't. But they lost a few big players like Hines and Finucane and, and Adokar, Adokar, of course. Yeah. Um, I think Manly will easily make top four. If, if not, And if the Storm slide, then the Roosters or Rabbitohs might slip into that top four. Um, I don't know. The Rabbitohs, I think, might lose it this year. You know, without Reynolds, and they lost um, Benji, of course. They lost Gagai. Yeah. There's a few players that lost Sua. Um, so I reckon they might slip down to the bottom end of the eight. Um, and I reckon the Sharks will make it. The Sharks have recruited really well this year. Yeah, Sharks, yeah. Um, and I reckon I'll slip into the top eight. And I reckon Titans might make it in. Got some really good youngsters. I'm looking forward to seeing if they can get up there again. Titans, they made it last year, right? Yeah, they just, just got in, in yeah. and then just went out. Yep. But they, yeah, that's a tough one. <clears throat> Not a bad team. Mm. They aren't. And they, they can win, but they don't often win away from home. True, true. The bottom... Is going to be the two Queensland old stalwarts who made the grand final not that long ago. Broncos and Cowboys. Yeah. Bottom two, I okay. reckon. That's my call. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, what about you, Mr. Rowan, sitting there in silence? Are you still with us? Still with us. Um, oh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. The, the yeah top six is pretty much a lock-in. I think the seven and eight is where you're going to see some movement. I've got Sharks in at seven, and then eight can be anyone like if yeah i know the injury to fogarty but if raiders you know kicking the gear they could be there titans i know again um they were in there last year they've got if they, if that spine clicks and they know what they're going to do with Fafita, definitely they can they can make it there so i think that's going to be the the end of the eight is you, you're going to have some some movement but yeah pretty much as we saw said you know storm panthers roosters manly eels south to slide a little bit it's yeah I think everyone's pretty much got that as a. Well, this is the almost. issue. 
everyone's going to predict the same thing. So it's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't. It will never happen. What about your Bulldogs, Ron? Because, of course, they had a, a shocker. But they've recruited well. I think they've turned a corner, hopefully rebuilding a decent side. They've got some new, good new players in there. I know you've put them in your eight, but um, <laughs> they picked up Josh Joshua Carr, Matt Dufty, Paul Vaughan, Davida Pengai. Like, some good good players, though some great players and like for, for a team that came last to recruit like that I mean that's the magic of Gus School that's incredible um, again uh, it's we don't have a seven and I, I love Avarillo but he's not a seven so and I don't know if you know Carl Flanagan ran over like Barrett's cat or something but like <laughs> he can't he can't even get a, a start he got six minutes in the last trial and he's we've seen what he was doing at the Roosters like he doesn't need to, to you know be a Nathan Clear or anything you've got you got Burton and your Dufties and you can you've got your forwards to set set kind of you know the plays up and all you have to do is kick to a corner and it like doesn't have to you know kind of go in and really like take over the uh the team there but clearly not going to get a start so hmm. uh yeah minus the seven I think we're looking all right <laughs> yeah fair enough Ron makes a good point um Guru uh, there's always surprises there's always upsets there's always a team that just comes from nowhere what do you reckon? Who, who's going to be that team this year? Who's going to be the one that just surprises everyone? Mate, I, I agree with you boys as far as the top six goes. I think that um, that'll just about be the top six, no matter what, to be honest with you. Injuries might decide who finishes first or six, but I think that'll sort of stay the same. Um, the Sharkies for me, mate, I think they've recruited really well. Canterbury's signed more guys, but the guys that the Sharks have signed are really valuable. Um, good coach there as well, Craig Fitzgibbon. He is in his first year, but... Uh, yeah, he, he's going to instill some really good things over there. So the Sharkies, I've got them making the eight, and they're probably my Smokies. I think they finished 10th or 11th last year. I think they'll finish 7th, and if there's any team that's going to crack into that top six, I've probably got the Sharkies. I think the other one that people are undervaluing, they were the favourites for the Spoon a couple of weeks ago, and I couldn't believe it, the Dragons. Um, mate, if it wasn't for Barbecue Gate last year when the boys uh, enjoyed themselves a little bit, I think they probably make finals footy next year. So I think the Dragons and the Sharks, they'll take 7th and 8th. And I think those two are probably the teams uh, to watch this year. I think the, the Sharks will surprise people, and I think the Dragons, I don't think anyone's expecting anything from them, and I think that's how they like it. Dragons are strange because they recruited Burgess, George Burgess, Embi, and, and Aaron Woods. A few players have sort of maybe over the hill a little bit. Yeah. Um, but if they can stick around and if they can stay fit and lead the rest of the team, yeah, you might be right. I haven't really thought of the Dragons too much. The Dragons are one of those teams they could have 14 injuries and their team wouldn't change. They've just got so many guys that are all six and sevens out of tens, but they've just got yeah. a couple of young guys that they are going to really explode this year, I think. It's always hard to say who's going to get the wooden spoon, not just because uh, it's hard to predict, but also because it's you're saying there's one team that is worse than all of them. If you had to, <laughs> who's taking home the wooden spoon? Mate, gun to my head, uh, I think I'd have to go with the Cowboys. I just uh, they're terrible away from home. They just they just completely shit the bed every time they leave North Queensland. Um, the coach, I don't know. He just makes some decisions that I just can't get around. Yeah, um, Mate, I, I always say about their team, um, Valentine Holmes, I think he's their best winger. He's playing centre. Uh, the Hammer, I think he's their best winger. He's playing fullback. And Scott Drinkwater, I think he's their best 5'8 and fullback, and he's not on the side at the moment. So it just looks <laughs> like absolute shambles to me. Very, very hard to get around the North Queensland Cowboys. Um, and they've got a coach who I think may not last the season because there's always going to be one or two coaches that don't make it. Someone has to go, yeah. I, I, I'm reckon 
Maguire from the Tigers. If the Thank Tigers you. don't win the first, yeah, at least two of the first six, maybe even three of the first six, I, he I won't don't last. think the Tigers have much of a run to he start. Won't, he won't either. make May, I reckon. Um, I don't know who's going to step in there, but obviously I just I think when, when it comes to the coach roulette wheel, I think it's going to land on Maguire probably before the halfway through the season. Are you cringing at your draw? I'm just having a look now. So Tigers' first six games, yeah. Storm, oh. Knights, Ooh. Warriors, mm. Gold Coast, oh. Sharks. Yeah. I don't know how many I've done now. Eagles. No. Okay. That's well, not that bad. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. That's the one thing that I think might be the saving grace for the Tigers, to be honest with you. And you got to remember that that Melbourne game, they're missing Cameron Munster, Harry Grant, probably Ryan Pappenhausen. So it's actually worked out pretty well for the Tigers, just quietly. <laughs> what, what's that stat? Like, Storm haven't lost a, a first game under Bellamy, I don't think. In yeah. All really. Since what year do you reckon? Have a guess. Oh, okay. Uh, Bellamy. So. 2012? You're a decade late. (laughs) Seriously? 2002? 2001, it is. Unbelievable. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Oh, I haven't lost round one since 2001, which is crazy. So that was before Cameron Smith's career started. Yeah, that, but when did they come in? That were they two thousand or no? Nah, they came in ninety eight. So they uh, they won the comp in ninety nine, and then from two thousand onwards, they haven't won. They they haven't lost in round one. It's unbelievable to think about. Well, Tigers can do it. <laughs> no, Let's not go that far. Come on, settle. <laughs> Here's my bold prediction of the year. No, they won't. All right. It. Any other any other coaches you think might be in trouble this year? No, I, I agree with the Cowboys coach. I think he could be in trouble, Toddy Payton. I, I, I do like him. I loved him as a player, but uh, yeah. yeah, things just don't make sense up there. The, the problem is at the moment, if you sack your coach, you've got to replace them with someone, and there's not many guys out there. <laughs> there really yeah. isn't. It's uh, it's a bit of an awkward position we're in. I think as far as all the coaches go, you think about over the last few years, I mean, Earth, Melbourne and Roosters, no one outside of them has won a comp since 2015. So there's not many actual coaches that have won premierships. Mm. Still coaching. Um, Shane Flanagan's probably the next guy up as a coach, but um, very mixed reports about him as well. So, yeah. He's going to Saints, isn't he? Yeah, well, mate, he, he's just doing the grand tour of um, assistant coaching around the country at the yeah. moment, which I think is some very smart footy. That's what I'd be doing. Um, yeah. I also think the Newcastle Knights will be interesting as far as their coach goes. They've got uh, they've got about 12 weeks to convince Kalen Ponga to stay there. Um, mm. So that'll be a big, big test for them. I feel a bit sorry for him. He's just hired Andrew Johns as his assistant coach. Could you imagine trying to tell Joey he's wrong and going in a different direction? <laughs> it's just... I think Joey will just sabotage him so he gets the top, <laughs> top job instead. Oh, I think Joey's smarter than that, mate. I don't think he's dumb enough to take up coaching, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, one rule change as well, one major rule change that I, I think was a really great move was the six again rules changed a little bit. So now if you're in your defensive uh, half, the six again, you still get the penalty kick, you get to kick your way out of um, out of trouble. This is going to reduce those, I don't know, it feels like sometimes payback penalties that they just get 
yeah for the sake of it. I, I don't i don't like it i hated how many six agains there were last year but this will probably change how many you're given but also if you do get one it's a bit more of an advantage so i, I sort of like that now the thing that i'm really excited about is that um i think i think the rule is that you're allowed to blow a penalty instead of a six again from from inside the 40 meter line I can't wait till the referee does it with his foot a few centimetres behind the 40-metre line and the rugby league fraternity just goes into <laughs> absolute riot mode. That's what I'm looking forward to. But, uh, yeah, the, the the grand final last year, the Penrith Panthers won it, and smartly so by just slowing down the ruck, giving away six agains, and then bashing South Sydney on the first two tackles. Uh, so I, th- I think it's a knee-jerk reaction from the NRL off the back of that, but everyone would have copied it this year anyway, based on how dominant the Panthers were against oh, yeah. South Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. What other predictions for the year? Uh, I mean, again, hard to say, but something special you think might happen this year? Could there be good news? Good news. Bad news. It's always bad. <laughs> it is always bad. That's the thing. People are going to do stupid. I mean, they're footy players. Good, do good crowds. Thing. That's what I'm aiming for. Good, good crowds. Yeah, yeah you know, crowds would be good. Of... I think the uh, the storyline of seeing the New Zealand Warriors finally go home and to have Sean Johnson with them, uh, yeah. that's going to be a super story. Uh, you, you you mentioned that the NRL players they're no strangers to uh, making a mistake, and mate, they've been suspiciously quiet this off season. I think compared to previous oh, years, so yeah, uh, we might be in for something special just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> it's building up. It's like yeah. an earthquake, it's... you know, before the. Uh, the tremors begin, you know, it's just going to explode to Richter scale like level. Um, he's hoping not. I mean, obviously COVID is still going to have a little bit of a play. There's going to be players that drop out here and there because of that, but hopefully it's not too much of a big deal this year. Um, yeah. I, I'm just pumped for it to start. And we've already seen the NRLW kick off for a couple of weeks. There's some great games, triple header on the weekend. You're out yeah, there, Joel. I was out there in Newcastle. Um, Parramatta, of course, getting the first field goal ever in NRLW history. Was it the first field goal ever? Well, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, the first one ever. The, the girl that kicked it, Maddie Studden, she uh, she grew up in the, in the same area as me. And I, I remember watching her growing up and I remember playing with her brother. And good God, didn't he used to cop some stick on the field, being the second best footballer in his family as a 15-year-old and his 13-year-old sister was heaps better than him. But Maddie, she's been, she's been around a few clubs. She's someone that's had to quit her full-time job so she could play Origin a couple of years ago. Uh, she, she's a really good story of uh, perseverance, Maddie. So really good for her to have that little moment in history. Yeah, fantastic. And it's also great to see, um, you know, not only the crowds turn out even for that game and, and see more teams involved in the NRLW this year. So, yeah, yeah. looking forward to following that for the next... It's not, it's not a very long season, though, is it? It's not. I think it's seven weeks <laughs> yeah. this year. But they haven't played in, what, 18 months. They no, didn't play right. last year. Yep. They didn't play half the season before. And I think they play two seasons this year. They play now and they're going to play again. Oh, right. Uh, towards the end of the year, yeah. That. Cool. I think. You've come to the right place for facts. <laughs> Rowan's usually our fact checker, and he'll come and tell us what we've got wrong at the end of the show. <laughs> Rowan, thoughts on that? Uh, how many seasons has the NRLW let's, got this let's, year? Let's just say yes, and I've done my homework. Oh, Ooh. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well... Uh... We got, we're going to game, Joel? We usually do a game, Guru. At the, end of the, at the end of the show, it's really loose. We decide... Joel just makes up a question in his head, and then all of a sudden. But you, you already had a great one before talking about yeah. how long since the Storm, you know, lost, yeah. lost their first game. I should have done. Have a... you got a question, Joel? Or maybe Guru can give us a question. That'd be a good one. I don't know, Guru. You you got any uh, trivia you can throw us like to start the season? That something we might not know. Ah, uh, geez, you've uh, you, you've you... put me on the spot here just quietly. Um, I'm gonna look. I'll play a little sting. Yeah. And uh, 
you've got about 10 seconds to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> But if you didn't, uh, I will make one up on the spot for everyone. Off you go, mate. You shoot. Okay. Excellent. Here we go. Question, probably the only question. So question one, Mm -hmm. uh, today is Friday, although it seems like Thursday to us because we're recording it on a Thursday. Uh, What major sporting event is happening tonight? Starting tonight. Starting tonight. A couple of weeks. Um, That's a good question. Yeah. No one knows the answer. What made us... that we not, have not been talking about. We, no, no. It, this is uh, Friday the 4th of March. Right. You are on 2SER. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm stumped. What, what major sporting events starting on Friday? Guru Rowan, anyone? It's not the AFL, is it? Not starting a week early? No, no. That's a, no. no. Rowan? Um, you stumped Frankly me while I'm trying to oh. frantically Google an answer. Yeah, it's having a sheet. All right, tell us, Joel, what is it? <laughs> Uh, the Winter Paralympics start oh, tonight. Oh, yeah. Far out. I forgot that. Not long after the... I heard that they games. delayed the the Russian invading Ukraine just after the Olympics. They didn't wait for the Paralympics, did they? Is that true? I don't know. It was just the <laughs> thing I heard. Um, <laughs> probably from the show. <laughs> Do your own research uh, on that you- one. <laughs> Guru, thank you so much for joining us this week, uh, giving us all your hot tips. Uh, where can people find you? What's the best place to go? Sell yourself. Uh, Instagram at Rugby League Guru, Facebook at Rugby League Guru. You can type Rugby League Guru into uh, any of your devices, pigeons, fax machines, whatever it might be, you'll find something. Uh, we've recently moved over to uh, TikTok, putting some new content out there. I'm sure you've got a lot of uh, TikTok yep. operators listening to you. So uh, come and have a look at that. I definitely wasn't hit with the rhythm stick, so not much dancing going on over there, <laughs> but just more footy content. And uh, on all your podcasting apps, YouTube as well, we've got a couple of new shows on there as well. So as I said, type us into anything. You'll find some stuff you want, probably some stuff you don't, just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on Across the Park this week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 